Admiral, I like clouds. Clouds are great. I love clouds. Is there anything better than a big breakfast spread in front of you? Eggs and pancakes and waffles and whatever the hell else you can get your hands on in the morning. Do you want my short answer or my long answer? I want the true answer. Uh, my short answer is, uh, hell yeah, there's a lot of things that are better than that. You know what I did the other day, Adam? Uh, what'd you do? <laughs> it was like uh, Thursday, and I had the day off. And I went to a bistro in Manhattan called Lafayette. It's a very good yep. French brasserie I, you know, because I'm, they had breakfast I'm on like the weekday a, and I was in yeah. the mood and I sat down yep. and I had mm-hmm. a cup of nice, hot, fresh brewed coffee mm-hmm. and I had a omelet with green peas and mm-hmm. this nice French mm-hmm. creamy cheese mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, you're talking like a healthy eater. And there was some – There was a well, there was a uh, coconut, a yeah. banana, yeah. croissant yeah. on the side. Yeah. And I ate it, and I just felt like this was going to be one of the best days because just of the start, there is nothing better than breakfast. I think breakfast is one of those uh, Rorschach things in the food world. Like either you're a breakfast lover or you're not. And in my experience, uh, healthy, uh, optimistic eaters tend to really like breakfast. People with regular habits and whose lives are ordered, who see the world uh, as a, it's sort of the cup half full, and you know, happy people no, like no. breakfast. Uh, not, yeah, happy, optimistic people like breakfast. Uh, ordered people like breakfast, and then there's the rest of us who would love to eat breakfast all the time and enjoy it, but are often not in any condition to do so. I'll tell you, for me, being a practiced glutton, and we know all about that. Practice gluttons generally don't eat breakfast. Chefs don't eat breakfast. I mean, a lot of chefs, David Chang's on record, record like a brunch, breakfast, like get it, get it away from me. Well, yeah. And for years, he didn't Busy even, he, people he didn't don't even eat talk breakfast. about eggs. He didn't talk. No, late night people, people eat big meals, drunks, bon vivants. In other words, us generally don't eat breakfast. This is the thing. Like the breakfast that you're talking about, the idealized waffle, rashers of bacon, all the, you know, that was designed for the working, farming, whatever man who burned five billion calories a day. Yeah. That's not like us the anymore. lumberjack breakfast That's not is absolutely us anymore. The flapjacks, the proverbial stack of pancakes. We don't do that anymore, Admiral. We yeah. sit in our cubicles like giant chickens. So we try to eat lightly. So nobody's going to eat that stuff every day. No, and I'm not saying anyone should. Oh, so you're like the idea. Like I'll, okay. I'm, saying, I'm with you. I'll celebrate I'm the idea there is a there is a luxury to breakfast, All right. All both right. in the time that you right. need to enjoy you, it yeah. and are, in the fact are you, that it's generally— Are you? Okay. I like the ceremony of breakfast. Well, you know, in the age of the internet, everything is hyped. Everything is overrated. Everything is like, you know— Breakfast was around long before the internet. Yeah, whatever. Everything was around long before the internet, but the internet sort of covered it in this sort of there's this patina of like sort of gaseous hype. Around breakfast? Breakfast. breakfast. We've talked about this on this website, on this, what are we on? On this podcast. We talked about this podcast, the burger, the chicken sandwich, the pizza, everything gets, everything, er, the, 
the, the, the conveyor belt of hype just keeps going along. There's endless maw of appetite for the latest thing, which happens to be something we all known about. Everybody knows a burger is good. I don't need, like, this craziness around the burger. Anyway, now it's breakfast turn. Breakfast. Oh, breakfast. So good. Who's doing that about breakfast? Everybody. I love my breakfast. My body, you know, the eggs just this way. I like my eggs this way. I do my waffles, the biscuits. Let me ask you this. What did you have for breakfast today? Well, I'm on a diet. Did I mention that? You so I, I mentioned a, it once or twice. I had a giant bowl of bran cereal. In your apartment? Yeah. At home? Yeah. With some yogurt on top and a banana. How did you feel after that? Good. Fine. I, felt, I felt good. But I wouldn't call it the best meal of the day. No. It no. doesn't sound very fun. I'm with and you. I'm saying yeah. that's why that's the opportunity for it to become the most luxurious meal of the day. I mean, because you, know, you can find that time. You make the argument all down my head. I mean, uh, you know, I you know, a good breakfast is great. I mean, I'm telling you that I think it has the potential to be the most luxurious meal of the day. All right, fine. The most enjoyable meal of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, it's less now, about brunch, the food. Brunch is brunch in the food world is like uh, you know, quite quite. Uh, uh, I wrote a piece a couple of years ago that people uh, were always the, ragging. T- the on. title of it was people rag it's on time brunch. to shut up about brunch. Yeah, people rag. It's, it's it's sort of trendy, not trendy. It's like cool to rag on brunch and brunch is stupid. not anymore. I don't think. And so and so they that story has been written a thousand times. And the Admiral, to his credit, said to all you brunch haters, shut up. Brunch is a popular ritual for a reason. And yeah. I, th- I think it's also, it's because people don't eat normal breakfast anymore. And there's this one time of the week where they can indulge themselves. In this oh, classic, I like that. I hadn't thought about that this before. This classic heaviness, of this old-fashioned barnyard heaviness of the classic breakfast. I mean, when I'm eating breakfast, a uh, proper breakfast, which is maybe two or three times a month, it'll probably be brunch and it'll probably be that. It'll probably be like a, a, a stout, stout English breakfast. New York, it's not the it's not the home of the the dining counter culture, but it, it, throughout New York, uh, you know Manhattan less and less because of the you know real estate prices. All the old, certainly in my neighborhood, which is vastly overpriced, the the great old sort of short order counter places which serve great breakfasts and sandwiches are, are disappearing. Uh, but certainly, they're still around during the city throughout the city, and you know. I've talked to chefs about this. Wiley Dufresne is like the great, probably great New York chef. Uh, and, and I agree with him. It's like the short order breakfast, the, the art of cooking things really fast for, you know, people who, th- this is really the, the America's only original cuisine that's come out of, certainly out of New York. And that's, that's what he said. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head. I'm going, yeah. I'm going, yeah, Wiley. I'm going, yeah. I, I'm, I'm down with it. So you're paraphrasing Mr. I'm, Dufresne. Yeah, now. I'm down with it. And he likes to go to a place uh, called Joe Jr.'s, which is on, I believe it's 3rd Avenue in the 12th, 16th Street. You anyway, love this place. Uh, we, all, we all like it because it's one of the, there used to be a Joe Jr.'s in my neighborhood on 6th Avenue and 11th, um, uh, 12th, corner of 6th Avenue 12th, which was f- fabulous. And it was the same kind of thing. This one is a little more remote, but that, that one was a little corner place. And you'd go there. Uh, I used to go there with my daughters. They had these sort of salty chicken soups. But breakfast there was really a kind of a sort of a mini ballet and a pageant. And the the, the, the three cooks, very practiced guys in this tiny space, just doing this like, th- you know, just 
just throwing out the food, just throwing it out, flipping, flipping, you know, you know flipping the you know, rashers of the bacon, they flipping the eggs, and combine that with these crazy characters from the village. You know, you'd have John Waters, the filmmaker, be there in his pencil mustache. You'd have all sorts of you know eccentrics walking in off the street. It really was sort of a scene, but. Um, uh, Wiley likes this place because it's that it's that pageant, and he also like he he's being a chef he's peculiar and he says he likes to judge a uh, counter shorter breakfast by one thing. What do you think that thing is? The eggs. Wrong. The fresh squeezed orange juice. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of like zen like. He's like it's like I I can tell and he thinks that place Joe Junior's on Third Avenue has the best. You know what I like? You, you know what I like? This, you I brought like this when topic you are up. in Scandinavia. You're on vacation. Europe. Oh, I'm always in Scandinavia. Sure, lots. I'm always there. Yeah, and they have these spreads in front of you. You go down, and it's just, here's anything you can want. More so than American places. Borg? Is that what you're talking about? No, this is something different. I would but say that, Italy, it's the same way. I would say that might France, be it's the same way. That, you have these beautiful that might be lunch right. meats. You have yeah. these cured fishes. You have yeah. fresh vegetables. So is that your favorite? It's yeah. There's something about it that just makes you very happy to start your day with that. Uh, that's my least favorite, but yeah. what? That's your least favorite? I don't like that. So my favorite breakfast, uh, bran flakes in your apartment. We've no, already established. No, that's not this. favorite. That's what I had this morning. <laughs> but I think um, I think two uh, maybe some day old coffee to two, wash it down. Two cultural cuisines do breakfast in a, in a fabulous way. The first one might it may have even invented it. Uh, the first one would be the British breakfast. I think the classic British breakfast is fabulous. With you the, you the, mean the, the, the porky, roasted the porky, tomatoes yeah, porky and the bangers, eggs. even the beans, the the uh, fried the mushrooms, fried toast. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fabulous. And Keith McNally, who's the great British restaurateur, his his you see you go to restaurants around New York, they always have a excellent breakfast because the and, full English, full English. Um, April Bloomfield, another great chef, hails from England. Um, uh, she does a wonderful breakfast. It's like it's in their bones. Like, Isn't they this they the appreciate kind of it. Breakfast that you were just complaining about because it's from the, an was, earlier time was, when the people had to eat I all these was, calories and then go no, walk, work on the docks. I was complaining about it. I was complaining about the hype of it, which you were attempting to foist upon an innocent public <laughs> once again, Admiral. Once again, breakfast okay. doesn't need my help. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, I think English breakfasts are awesome. I think. How about a uh, breakfast sandwich? Ooh. See? Poetry in motion. See? Poetry in motion. However, you don't have to eat that at breakfast. But You don't have to. Poetry in motion, my friend. But. Poetry in motion. Soupberg on Broadway. Been there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Poetry in motion. Those guys whip those off, make them. We order them, and they bring them. It's, that place is near our house, and my, my two girls love uh, breakfast sandwiches. So sometimes on Saturdays, uh, we'll order 10 of them. And the three of us, they're diminutive, and uh, Mrs. Platty is tiny, and I'll eat six, and they'll eat four. Sounds good. I thought you were on a diet. Yeah, I was. It's Nirvana. Neck and neck, and possibly better, Japanese breakfast. That is the pinnacle of health and nourishment, the Japanese breakfast. You have some dried, you have some fish, protein, maybe it's grilled, maybe it's not. You have this delicate soup. You have a bit of egg, tonago, beautifully laid out. It is a mini smorgasbord on a tray, perfectly calibrated 
in a, in a, in a, a nutritionist nutritional way to give you what you need to, to get to the next meal and uh, beautiful. And there's a place uh, in Brooklyn called Okinomi. Have you been there? Is that yeah, that is what it's called, right? Yes. But o- Okinomi is a place done by a Japanese chef, and he take he, he makes it. He, he it, it, it's it's this thing all served on a lacquer tray with a little flour, and you you it, it, Japanese breakfasts are really. Um, I think breakfast is a I'd call it a solitary meal. I like to eat breakfast alone. And you eat it, you, you know, it's just like you eat it peacefully and it's, it's not a lot of muss, not a lot of fuss. It's all perfectly done. It's very modestly priced and it's, uh, uh, it's delicious. You this know what? is you what know I'm what? talking about. This you know is what? what I'm talking about. You know what? As I find myself talking about breakfast, I find myself thinking, I really love breakfast. It's Japanese breakfast. I'm liking the sound of this. Anyway, Chinese breakfasts are great also, depending on what region you are. But again, that's mostly savory. And, uh, you know, you have this scallion pancake, you have a, 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 a rice congee porridge, you have, a, you know, you, sometimes you can have a dumplings. I mean, J- Japanese breakfasts are fabulous, too. Well, see, what's better than this? To start fact, your day in fact, as I talk about these delicious breakfasts, and beautiful? No, I know, I know. I think American breakfasts tend to be too heavy. It's like too much. Says yeah. the guy who loves full English breakfasts. Lumberjack. Well, that's good. Clearly, you want to talk about breakfast because there's some allure. There's something happening now in these sort of internet zeitgeist. There's like there are all these California restaurants, and Cali- they they specialize in sort of the breakfast experience and breakfast bowls and quinoa with eggs on them and all this like mumbo jumbo avocado toast. Clearly, there's something behind your breakfast. People love breakfast. Mine. You think I have some ulterior? What do you motive? mean? What does that mean? People love breakfast. What does that mean? Look on Instagram. What's there, everybody doing? Things in bowls, just oh, like what you're talking about. Oh, so there's something in the internet zeitgeist, eh? I wouldn't say about all breakfast. No. What is this California thing? You know, they, when I went to California, they're all the place called Squirrel, which is you like loved it. It was actually awesome. You loved it. You know what? You know. Oh, uh, this overhyped rat me. hole. <laughs> Got to wait in line with all the Silver Lake hipsters. Tell them what Squirrel and then, is. How long did you wait in line? Four or five hours. Tell me, and then you got you came back. I remember you came back. You that squirrel is pretty good. This is what I said about squirrel. Pretty good. This is what I said. This is what I said, and I said it when I was eating my bowl of whatever the hell it was with my perfect. And you even Instagrammed your bowl. Of course I did. What am I? This is the power of breakfast. I'm an alive, breathing human being. Of course I Instagrammed it. This is what I said about squirrels. And squirrel is a chef. What? What's your name? Uh, Jessica Coslow. Jessica Coslow, very good chef, uh, young chef in. You know, this is a trendy height. You know, it's, it's like uh, you know, Silver Lake times on steroids times twelve hundred five. And I think it started out as a modest place. You know, again, cooking the kind of healthy food she liked to eat, and it uh, blew up, blew up, blew up in a crazy way. And I was a non-believer for many years. Not even many years. Maybe, maybe, maybe about in, in, internet standards, many months or days. Yeah, but we were in L.A., and I dutifully went there, and we stood in line with me and my two girls and my diminutive, skinny wife. And I you know, I was grumbling the whole time, and after I had my bite of my whatever it was, it had this poppy, crunchy, kind of you know, crunchy rice, crunchy, poppy, California kind of thing. And there was some kind of beautiful muffin, maybe. I don't know. It was all dreamy and beautiful, and I finished it, and... I I said to the Admiral when I got back to New York, I said, Admiral, the breakfast at Squirrel did not suck. I'll take it. Last breakfast, what would it be? Last breakfast would be a big European 
spread of breakfast where you have all the beautiful pastries and the tarts and everything, but you, then you, you also realize they're, have, all, they're all been made a, uh, you know, five days ago. They're all stale. no, not when you go to like a good place. I'm not talking like continental breakfast. Don't you want to see them make it in front of you? Like, the, well, you want to go to like the, 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 the omelet station at the Waldorf? No, no, no. I want to be, I want to be like, no, I want to be like the heaven the, of all foodies. I want to be like in the Italian Alps. Italian, Italian Alps. Alps. Italian yeah, you asked me last one. Yeah, I want Italian them making me Alps. coffee. It's just breakfast, Admiral. It's just breakfast. I want to sit there. I want to have a beautiful view. I oh, have a, a view nice, now. Fresh tart. A view now. Yeah, this a is view. my last breakfast. Oh, for God's sake. What would you have? Scandinavian crackers. <laughs> Gotta have fiber. Start the day with fiber. I'd have an English breakfast. That's what I'd have. <laughs> in my prison cell. English breakfast. Sitting in some dark pub. Yep. Fried bread, beans, roasted tomatoes. Two stout bangers of the porky variety, and uh, two eggs. Uh, I'll have them sunny side up, please, to use an American expression. Well, enjoy that. I'll be eating tarts up in the Alps. All right, good luck to you. Farewell. That's going to do it for us, for Mr. Platt. I am Alan Sitzma. Our thanks, as always, to Sam Dingman. Sam, how many thumbs up for breakfast? He's trying. One and a half. He's still trying. One and a half. Not a breakfast man. Maybe we'll have to take him. The other thing, like breakfast is not what you think it is anymore. Like it doesn't really exist anymore. That's why it's so great when you get to go do it. It's like nobody really has it anymore. Yeah. That's why it's a luxury. They have a muffin. They have a little something. They don't have what they used to have. Like nobody has. Like it's, it's a, it's really an illusion. I think if you had had a beautiful green pea omelet with French cheese and nice warm coffee this morning, you maybe wouldn't be so surly about this. I'm not being surly. I'm just, as usual, I'm just the voice of, uh, you know, the voice of our uh, rational thought. Well, for the voice of our rational thought, Mr. Adam Platt, I'm Alan Sitzma. I'm going to look at my iPhone. Our thanks to Sam Dingman, our noble producer. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of the Grub Street Podcast.